now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's an actor and composer who has not yet performed any spa-based They Might Be Giants covers. It's Michael Cassidy. And he's a writer, comedian, musician, and gumptious passenger who will now be landing the airplane. It's Paul Russ. Jeff Jeff is here to announce that he'll be giving out permits to anyone who wants one to open carry a BOFA. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Yorkshire puddings. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular delicious carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Robin Kern. Yes, I am on Patreon. And Patreon. you can get all sorts of exciting bonus stuff. You can get extra episodes of my Patreon-only podcast, The Friend Zone, where I chat with guests and I give them your questions and we talk about all kinds of stuff that is gossipy and juicy and fiery that we would never release to the general population. Only people behind the Patreon firewall. And then recently I did a Patreon Ask Me Anything episode where I revealed that on the next one, that's right, it was a tease for a future episode. I'm just, I'm sitting on a pile of old gossip. And as disgusting as that sounds, I'm telling you, it's fresh old gossip. It's it's like old gossip that is hot and come and get my old gossip. And I'm just going to start giving it away. Like when old people give away money, I'm giving away old, fresh gossip. You want my old gossip. And I'm just going to give it away for free, but for money on Patreon. Uh, and there's love where you can text me. I'll text you back. What you're hearing right now, there's a video of it. And if you think that we weren't dancing to the theme song, you're wrong. We were dancing and you need to see that. And I'm doing a live stream this weekend. So when you hear this, it will be on the first Sunday coming up and you need to get in on that action. That's for the people at the confidant level, which is a texting level. It's the $10 a month level. There's something else major coming up that I'm forgetting. That's because I have COVID right while I'm on the tail end of COVID right now. Um, And uh, anyway, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Sign up for a year, get two months free or do it monthly. This is the most fun episode ever. I can already feel it. I'm very excited about these guests. Welcome back to the show, Paul Rust. Hello. Oh, hi, Allison. Oh, thank you so much for uh, having us on on your show again. Uh, Much appreciated. You are a fan favorite and a host favorite. Well, oh, that's very, uh, that's lovely to hear. Very exciting to see you in a room I've never seen you in. We'll get into that. Of course. Michael Cassidy. Hello. Hi, Allison. Hello. How's it going? Is is that a parrot pillow behind you? Uh, It's a toucan, a toucan. head. Okay. Uh, you can put it on your head. Let's see how things go. <laughs> Maybe we'll get in the toucan oh. head. This is like Chekhov's toucan. You've it's got to go <laughs> yeah. on your head at some point. <laughs> Very exciting to see you three. as well. And Jeff Fox, hello. Hello, and look at this lineup. I know. Two podcast boner. <laughs> you guys, I don't know why I'm using this sing songy <laughs> kind of voice. I think I'm just excited. Okay. A lot <laughs> to get to. There's a lot to get to. Um 
Paul Rust, did I recently, and it may have been, yeah, it may have been for Father's Day, which I feel like was recently, see a photo that your wife posted of you in a ballet class with your daughter? Oh, yeah. And I only did it for the likes. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you get enough to warrant this? No, I, I only uh, uh, later found out through Instagram that that picture uh, was taken. So that was a true, true candid shot. How How's the ballet going? Uh, it, I mean, it was a very sweet photo. Oh, it was great. The, the class was, uh, 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 it was in a class and that was so much fun. And then probably about a month after that, there was a, a recital and uh, I grew up with two older sisters. And so I went to a lot of recitals and I have like fond memories of them as a kid growing up. But to go back as a grown up now and see them again, uh, I actually was talking about it with uh, uh, Michael here before earlier. It is really uh, funny because there will be sort of like a grand presentation to the dances at the dance recital. But the eyes and the shoulders don't always sell it. I mean, it's just, it's really heartwarming. <laughs> it's the most endearing thing in the world. And it's from ages like three to 17. And they'll even do like the elaborate. I saw like a trio of like 15 year old, uh, young women and they were doing like a, um, you know that thing where it'll be like two people go on the ground and they roll across the floor <laughs> and then the third person kind of like steps across them as if they're like walking on water or something. It's supposed to be like an illusion. <laughs> and it did look legit, legitimately cool. But then when she got to the end of the role, she just looked at the audience and kind of like shrugged like, whatever, who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. It was really heartwarming. Yeah. But in the photo, it looked like you were taking the class with your daughter. No, that was just, I think, come on up and dance at the end of the class. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a, like, daddy and me ballet no, thing. No, but I guess I was attending those classes, and I haven't... I Actually, I genuinely wonder who took that picture. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to guess... was out of town that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I feel like Leslie would probably know because she's the one who posted it. Yeah, I guess she probably, there must be uh, somebody in there. So, uh... Could have been Dance Magazine. <laughs> yeah. I know that they had some, have they been... some snappers there. Secret spot. Have they been reporting on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been keeping the, my finger on the pulse at Dance Magazine. They have high praise for you, though, Paul. They're big yeah. fans. But... Oh, what did they say? They said it's one of the cutest photos ever that they've ever taken. <laughs> <clears throat> He got a um, cheer in their cheers and jeers section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Who did they jeer? Uh, I guess there was a, a young dance team age five to seven. That was like a young uh, white nationalist team. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Definite jeers to that. Definite. Yeah, jeers. I can get on board with that. Jeers to that. Uh, it's a they're not mean-spirited jeers, is what I'm saying. They're actually pretty moral and ethical jeers over at Dance Magazine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think they have an ethics committee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's consulted. Their editorial and- is on It's point. not like just jeers. That person wore an outfit that was unflattering. That's, yeah. you know, that's pretty, that's punching down. 
If you go back and you look at their jeers over the years, uh, which is actually yeah, a different a, segment. <laughs> it is a different segment. Yeah, you, you'll see the they've been on the they've been on the right side of history. Always for most everything. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Yep, mm-hmm. they predict the presidential election every year. They, they're very political, increasingly. Dance magazine. Uh, so I mean, this white nationalist team kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Maybe that's the direction that dance is heading in general. Wait, let me. I forget who said it, but somebody said that the arc of history is long, but it bends towards cheers <laughs> and away from yeah. cheers. And away from true? cheers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they, they have a way of predicting things. Let me check uh, Dance Magazine's editor, editor-in-chief, Norm Stradamus. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Junior. Norm Stromdamas Jr. <laughs> yes, uh, he takes from his old man. <laughs> so I have an update from last week. Ooh. And in order to do my update, which is in a way breaking news, but in order for me to do my update from last week, I'm going to first have to update you on what the update from last week is. Of course. So... It's not just Dance Magazine that covers news, you guys. It's also sometimes this show. Okay, so Jeff played an old drop of mine wherein I uh, was imitating a humongous insult that from fourth grade. Jeff, Take would you like to share on the train? For some reason... <laughs> This was a big insult in fourth grade, and I had forgotten that sometimes they would just shorten it to, so, almost like how you call a pig in where you guys are from, I assume. Was there a lot of pig pig calling in the Midwest? Suey. Oh, but that is such, I gotta say, an effing stretch on their end. It really was, but it, I mean, I don't, it's they didn't sun. intend it. It's Alison. It's like, doesn't even make sense. Oh no, it wasn't just, it wasn't just for me. It was any girl named Allison? No, it, <laughs> no, it wasn't just for Allison's. Although now I'm going to get a, a, a bigger complex. It was just an insult for anyone. It was just a generic insult. The way you would tell someone like you stink in fourth grade was you'd say, take a ride on the soul train. Or sometimes you'd just go, so we like that. So it was the, I, it was, it was the weirdest thing. Take a ride on the so train or just so. And I wondered on the most recent episode, like, was there a racist implication? Cause I grew up in like a very horrendous part of Orange County. And by that, I mean like homogenous and. Mm-hmm. Like they, they would have probably all been fans of the dance group that we just jeered. I'm not, I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. That's not fair to the people I grew up with. I'm exaggerating. But they would have been, they would have bought the tickets like as soon as they went, they came, they were on sale for, for probably for the the young group. They would have been like, they just, they just wouldn't have concerned themselves with the politics of this dance group. And when confronted with it, it would have been hard for them to like give up a, yes. their love of this group, you know, because like, but that, but <laughs> I just love the way they it, move. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was a big insult in fourth grade. And then face, 
Mm. Face. Face. Now, yeah, and you do you'd put make your hand in like a claw, and then you'd pull down face and in your face and facial. Were any of these popular in Lamar's? Uh, not the train thing, and uh, face, but not the pull down. It was more like a. Just putting your hand up above your face. There, uh, there wasn't a suggestion that a, a mask was being a catcher's mask was being put down or whatever. Uh, okay, but you would, but you would say face. Yeah. Uh, now, mm-hmm. to your mind, was that short for like in your face or like what did that mean? Um, I, I think it was kind of like a um, version of f- flinch or something. Like it was kind of like. I just sort of pulled the power move, and now are you going to flinch when I do, like, face? It was kind of like a final, like, F you to some uh, power move, some status move. Oh. I hated that the most, man, the flinching thing. The, like, deking at people and getting them to flinch. Oh, man, that drove me nuts in, in, like, middle school. Did you just say deking at people? Like... Like going at people. Yeah, but is that a word? Because I don't know that. Deking. Yeah. I know gleeking. from? You know what? Gleeking? <laughs> Gleek- I could never gleeking do it. Like out of, gleeking. Yeah, like from yeah. Your, under, your t- under your tongue. Oh. Yeah. There was always a cool person who could... Well, my notion of cool <laughs> clearly is... Because for me, I was like, oh my God. If I could teach myself to burp, I would never be bored. And then one night I taught myself to burp. And as it turns out, actually, uh, this was co- this was college. I feel like now that people have, you know, smartphones, college is different. But my friend Elisa and I spent like hours and hours because she knew how. And she like, she's like, it's all about the in burp. And we spent just oh hours. Oh, my God. And she taught me how to make <laughs> myself burp. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I mean, it hurt so bad. But by the end, I was like, I can, I now I, that's what I learned to as a, a first year of college, I taught myself to burp, and it, I was so proud of myself. Anyway, okay, so deking. Yes, I don't know where that, that term comes from, but I like it. I don't remember where it comes from either, but I think it might be, I mean, this is like, the you know that I am an athlete when I say that I think it's a sports term. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but it's like when you fake somebody out. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go this way. No, I'm going to go that way. Uh, oh. That's cool. Like psych. Psych. Yeah. Yeah. Psych. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking about um, this uh, a couple days ago because I saw the word murmur, uh, M-U-R, mm. M-U-R, and it reminded me um, rum, rum. my friend Rick <laughs> in high school for about a year kept a thing called the Murr book, M-U-R, <laughs> and uh, it came about because when something was annoying people in my high school would go (laughs) it would be like uh i kind of remember that sound yeah it would be like a teacher going like um and if you guys stop doing and if you don't stop doing this there will be consequences and then somebody next to you would go like (laughs) and so my friend kept the burr book which would be like so funny he would keep dates and times for when he said burr and to read through for them when he said it he said it Great. the most and really like i remember we figured out it was somebody a couple grades older than us who sort of like started doing it and then 
Rick, I think, codified it into like, this is a great word. Let's make it try to uh, live on forever. But it would be like, <laughs> uh, something, something date, uh, 8.05 a.m. I'm stopped in town by a train. Mer. <laughs> now, if someone else said mer in another class, were they supposed to, re- was he like the, like the paper of record for mer? Oh. Was he supposed to find out about other mers? That would have been much, that would have been really great to make sure every, all mers must be recorded, <laughs> but no, just his own personal Just mers. his own mer. So it was just a diary, basically. Yeah. But it is good though, right? It's a good, <laughs> it is. It's a, yes, it is like a diary. Uh, but it's also, it's a good word, right? Well, the funny, it's a great word. And the funny thing is that I do feel like I have a memory of that sound. Maybe all teens at some point make that sound. Maybe it's close Mah. to meh, like M E H. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, also, I thought you were going to say, Paul, that it's also, it's also just a healthy way of dealing with that emotion. If you're annoyed by something and you can get it out with something as brief as that and then move forward, that's great. That's a therapeutic thing. That's. Mah. Hey. And then you're, it's out. It's out of you. Mer lets me work through it. Uh, they probably teach that at like anger management. Mer. Isn't there a band called Mers? Oh, uh, I know uh, the Muffs, but not the Mers. The, s- similar to the Muffs. And the Durs. But, yeah. Yeah, the Muffs but, and but the du- Mers. Um, uh, okay. The Muffs and the Durs toured last summer. It was so great. Yeah, it was so, it was so <laughs> nerf. <laughs> um okay so here's where the breaking news comes in yes. but breaking news in the middle of my breaking yes. news is a thing just went across my screen that said skittles unfit for human consumption california lawsuit claims Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh no. I, don't, I don't know i don't know the details i know don't um, okay taste the rainbow right <laughs> yeah um taste the pain bow that's that's good. You should do jingles for uncommercials. <laughs> yeah, ads that people Yeah, for lawsuits. <laughs> yes, jingles for lawsuits. That should be a thing. I'm surprised yeah. that's not a thing. Mike and I like uh, you know, cuz Board been, of Education versus Yes. We, we Mike and I've been friends for uh, you know, many for over 20 years now, but when we first moved to LA, we'd crack each other up with a, a jingle for a coke that would go uh, Coke or Pepsi, I pick both. Gotta pick one. Then I choose Coke. Then I choose Coke. <laughs> like, why would Coke want that out there that somebody probably likes them the same? But if when asked, they would, I guess, prefer Coke. That's not the strongest slogan, but jingle. I think I like the original it. vision for the end of Mad Men is that that's what Don Draper is imagining. <laughs> At the end of when he's meditating. <laughs> uh, sorry, Allison, we didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, breaking news. No, it's a, yes. Now, Go ahead. Okay. Now, breaking news. Breaking news. But can we cut? Co- we got to come back to Coke or Pepsi because I have a question. Okay. So mm. I did mm-hmm. something which, if you understood the social structure of my fourth grade, you'd understand this is bold. We're talking about, I made a bold move and I tagged some people that I went to school with. I mean, that is opening Pandora's box. Yes. And here's what I said. I got to find my comment. <laughs> Oops, I got to put it on. So now it's on top comments. Pune Vassarpu. <laughs> no, she was high school. I said, super random. Like already speaking in the patois of 
<laughs> Southern California. <laughs> but to any of the people tagged in this comment, remember, take a ride on the soul train being an insult in the fourth grade. I was in Miss Olson's class. Also, face and facial. These things came up on this episode, and it was determined that they were not widespread. This was in the comments uh, to this okay, episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then... Um, basically, and it, I will read some of the comments, but only one person remembered take a ride on the soul train. But this is not one of those Mandela effect things. Like I'm a hundred percent sure that existed. Uh-huh. Uh, but everyone remembered face. So, uh, wow. one friend says absolutely on face. My husband and I face each other every once in a while, full <laughs> facial. And then I said to her, do you remember what it referred to? Was it like rip your face off or was it something X-rated? And she replied, ew. And then (laughs) another friend said second to face and facial, facial only for extreme circumstances. Ah. Also, was face burn scrub a thing or just my lunatic family? And I said, I sort of remember face burn scrub. And the gesture was you'd put your hand up and then you'd like frantically wave it back and forth. Whoa. I don't know what that was. Face burn scrub. It was like face burn scrub. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> Again, Patreon, if you want to be able to learn this. Um, okay. Scrub. So he- here's the, the, the friend who remembers. LOL. Yes to all three exclamation points. Ooh. And when you said face or facial, you definitely needed the full hand gesture in front of your face. Um, let's see. And then I said to her, you're the blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. I definitely recall a few face gestures, mostly from the Emerald Bay crew. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so that's the, that maybe it's a little disappointing, but that whoa. was the breaking news. So then after yes. this though, I had a dream that I walked into a place and I ran into one of them. And then I turned and everyone was old, like, like old, like we are now. And then it was like, slowly i realized like oh my god it's all the faces of people that i went to school with like i had wandered into a reunion of people i went to fourth grade with and then i turned and it was one of them one of the guys in those comments and i like collapsed into his arms like he and i were together and i'm like (laughs) and i was like wait but i'm married and then i woke up you're married duh married (laughs) you look like you've been telling box man (laughs) Also from high school. Um, so anyway, well, I so, guess what I have to say is uh-huh. don't engage, don't, don't invite your fourth grade into your comment section if you don't want to mess with your psyche. Yeah. Uh, right. And you know, they say in your dreams, in your psyche, all those people, they, they just, are you. They, they're you. So you mm. are seeing yourself as a fourth grader grown up i the opening the door to the psyche thing i never uh had anxiety dreams about college being back at college the college where mm-hmm. mike and i met um and then two uh, this would have been a year before covid happened i went and visited college ever since i've had anxiety dreams about being back at college and if i could take back that trip i would it's not <laughs> wow. worth the dreams they really suck i hate them. that's that's weird i'm never gonna go back there i'm sorry it's just like i've already accepted in my mind there's no reason for me to ever go back to iowa city <laughs> what was the what was the trip for and what happened on the trip uh the trip itself wasn't traumatic it was like going back to uh watch um some uh theater and just be a guest at a like a festival 
And then what have the anxiety dreams been like? Like, what are they the, the typical ones? Yeah, just like, oh, uh, it's funny because it's very close to, um, you know, Mike graduated a year before I did. And so my senior year was a little like restless. Like, I wish I could be moving on to the next thing. Why am I still here? This feels like I'm done. That was in real life. Yeah. In retrospect, I go, oh, that was like probably the predominant feeling was I wish Mm -hmm. I was out in California with my buddies who I met here in college. Why am I still at college? And then when I went, when I, and then when I went back there, (laughs) now I think I, oh, Jesus, I think I have that dream now when I'm restless and anticipating another thing and I feel like I'm in senior year and I'm like, mm. why haven't I already, why am I not in California with my buddies? Feelings. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then you wake up in a bed full of all of us buddies. Yeah. And you go, ah, but I'm here. I'm here with my pals. <laughs> At first I thought you said all um, of us buddies, but what if I, I, I but, or you said that, but I thought you said olives. Like, what if I woke up in a bed full of olives? <laughs> ah, it makes and sense was- now. Yes. I was in a bed of olives the whole time. <laughs> but if you are in a bed of olives, do you imagine it's black olives, Kalamata right. olives, green? Like which ones? Or marbles, right? If you were in the dream, you would probably think you're just on a bunch of goddamn marbles. Sliding. <laughs> yeah. Sliding around. marbles everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but olives, I guess olives are a little mushier. Right. So ma- they would, it might not be that uncomfortable, actually. Yeah. One time... I microwaved a bowl of broccoli and it had cooled off to like a pretty comfortable temperature. And then I dropped it on my bare foot and I swear to God, I was like, that felt so good. And before, <laughs> someday, before, someday before I die, someday before I die, hey, to God, I will submerge my naked body in a bathtub full of warm but not hot broccoli. It felt very comfortable. Oh, so it wasn't that the so, part of the glass bowl. Sorry, Mike. What were you going to say? No, I know that you have hurt yourself on no, a bowl. No, yeah, but it was more. I was going to ask you, like, uh, I didn't. I, I, you, you like the feeling of warmish broccoli, is what you're saying on my foot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was like warm, moist, soft broccoli. It was just very comforting on my mm. body. Yeah, it'd be better, th- uh, or it's better that it's that than. If the bowl like broke on your foot and you liked it, and you're yeah, like, you're oh no, that. now I'm a sick twist. Right. That would be. But you're a normal twist who likes. Do you think it had anything to do with the fact that it's like food that you prepared and food that you had made hit you and your tape felt taken care of and at home and warm? Oh, or is it like, listeners, if you see Allison out and about <laughs> and you have some warm broccoli, throw it at her skin because she's going to love that. She will feel so no. relaxed. That's no, don't do that. No, I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it, I think maybe you're onto something that it had to come from me. Cause I think if someone else had done it to me, it would have caught me off guard. Like my son, Elliot, keeps doing this thing where he'll sneak up on me and then <laughs> give me an aggressive hug where he ch- tries to choke the life out of me. Oh. He's not trying to, but like 
and I've, I've now asked him to stop and I can't figure out exactly what it is I'm afraid of. I think what I'm afraid of is that my natural reaction is to sort of like jerk and throw my arms out and I'm afraid I'm going to like elbow him. Right. That's my rationale. But also I just hate it. I just don't like being surprised with someone, uh, you know, tackling me, even though he's only five. I hear you 1000% on this. My daughter does the same thing. Hers is mostly a volume surprise. There's also that. Yeah. And and finding you (laughs) unawares and screaming or just kind of jumping into your, your, your space. Yeah. It, Oh my gosh, it's so difficult to keep that in a fun place in your mind. Again. <laughs> yes, that was cool. I feel over so and over. it's pretty hard. I feel really guilty about it because they are my children and they're trying to have fun and be sweet, but it involves a lot of things physically that I find deeply unpleasant and sometimes painful. You know what my uh, wow. uh very well said. Yeah, my uh daughter hasn't uh done surprise scaring me stuff, but I'm sure it's right around the corner. Oh, just wait. Uh it's right around the corner. <laughs> uh uh the thing that I don't care for that's sort of like in my space kind of thing. And I had it with my nephews as well when they were growing up like if a kid is sort of near me and they're like mouth teeth get too close to my skin it really makes my skin crawl in a way that like i feel bad i'm having that reaction but it is a biological reaction that i can't like not have i just like i get like a weird uh not I guess goosebumps is the word. It's just I'm like Ooh. the heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. Yeah, Did you get skeeved out. The, I know the they're RL not going to bite me. It's probably just some like primate brain thing of just like feeling like I shouldn't have like open mouths mm-hmm. near me, <laughs> opening and closing. This. So wait, did does, did you say this does happen with your daughter? Sometimes? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I keep ha- actually this that specific thing has been happening to me. Elliot keeps getting really close to me and like pushing his little nose into my face. And I feel just a tiny little hard nose and little nostrils and like sometimes into my mouth. Uh And, and then Elliot, no, I just said Elliot. And then Owen came up and like, I felt his little teeth push down onto my lips. And I'm just like, it's too much. There's too much orifices on my Uh, face. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just, just kind of, it's fluids. It's like, yeah. Rigby had a, like a licking thing for a while. She mm-hmm. would like lick your arm, like sneak up yes. and lick your leg or something. Yeah, Elliot <laughs> Which is like, went oh, you hear that, that in, in, in isolation? That's kind of funny, actually. But as a pattern, it's like interminable. Was uh, she also we like- we love them. <laughs> was she also like <laughs> licking, like, not like the wall or the couch or things like that. Cause uh, Elliot was yeah, doing that a little, a little bit. bit. Her yeah. brother more so, but yeah, a little bit. It was mostly for her about the person's reaction. I think that's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. I, um, when we were in Tucson before COVID took us all down, we were at dinner, uh, outdoors. And, um, what happened? 
Elliot likes to play a game where he will say, try to kiss me. And then I try to kiss him and then he kind of like pushes my face away, which I have now, I've since realized he and I should not play any sort of wrestling games because I, like if he and Daniel want to do that, fine, but I don't enjoy anything like, like that's just not the kind of play he and I should engage in because I don't, I don't like it at all. Okay. Um, and I, I shouldn't be encouraging it. Uh So I don't mean I don't want him to do it. I just mean I'm not. It's like, that's not fun for me. So, 100%. yeah, I hear you. And gotta, gotta have boundaries. Yeah. And like with the pushing on my face, oftentimes I'll be like, be, you know, gentle, be more gentle. Um, so anyway, so we're like in a, you know, with, um, Daniel's mom and dad and Owen. In my mind, there were more people. It felt like a bunch of, all, all the all the people from fourth grade are there. So Ellie, so I go and I'm like, I kiss Elliot on the head and he's like, wait, try to kiss me, try to kiss me. And I'm like, okay. And I go to kiss him. And as I get closer, he just goes, boom, with his head and headbutts me into the oh, mouth. Ooh, wow. It hurt a lot. Like my my lower lip like banged into my teeth. And I was stunned. Cause it, like in pain, damn. And I just kind of, I I went like that hurt, and then of course I wanted to yell at him, <sighs> right. um. Yeah. But instead I just went like, I walked right into that one, and then I sat down and um, I kind of had to collect myself because I was like, why am I having I having such a strong reaction? Because somebody it was really punched like, you in the mouth with their head. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, <laughs> it was a cute kid, but you got you just got punched in the mouth, front yeah. of the head hits from a kid mm-hmm. and back of the head hits from the kids from a kid are and I've heard other people say this the greatest practices in like control of yes. uh, temper <laughs> yeah. and like react there's something again like it's like must be primal of like I don't like the back or fronts of skulls <laughs> being used yeah, yeah. to hurt me in any way. They're, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're totally right. It's a lizard brain thing where and like or like for me part of it is like like fingers being grabbed and yanked and mm. pulled in a direction or them moving yes. my body. I have this lizard brain thing of like oh my, I just like if, Many if I didn't take a second to think about Many it. Deep yeah, breaths totally. Are taken, yes, during those <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, we can all agree we're great parents. Very patient. <laughs> oh, this, yeah. yeah. this is making me feel so much better, though, to know that we all have this like yeah, urge yeah. because I yeah. sometimes I feel like what's wrong with me that I basically am like, oh, don't touch me that way. Because then, like sometimes Daniel will come up and put his arm on me, and I'm like, Ugh. you know, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I. I but it's, but yeah, hey, but, uh, hey, good, good thing he's figuring that out uh, with you guys. And not some lunch lady, right? Yes. You don't want him yes. going and yep. go- goosing the lunch lady. Goosing a lunch lady. <laughs> it's also right. partly less. It's like we want to. It's like, hey, don't do this to anybody. It's not just about me, right? It's don't don't do this to people. If, when I'm not around, are you doing this to people? Don't do right. that. <laughs> right. Well, so I did actually have a conversation with him about like. You know, not only did that hurt, but like it's not nice to make someone think you're going to do something nice and then trick them. Yeah. So we we did have a conversation about That's that, and good. I think he got it. But yeah. Oh, um, in but- addition to Mike saying that we're good parents, we're all good parents. Uh, mm-hmm. A few months ago, I was in the line at the grocery store. I looked back 
And there was a, uh, an old man behind me with less groceries than I had. And I let him go in front of me. You did? Wow. Oh, my God. That was, oh, probably, what is it, July now? That that had to be probably February when I did that. Do you think he's still Talks surviving about it? on the, those groceries? <laughs> I bet he's on a podcast right now talking about. <laughs> there was the a nice... young man. I was late for my geriatric appointment, <laughs> uh, and I really appreciate it. My legs were tired, yeah. and Paul let me go in front. The, I, I do appreciate uh, it. One of the best episodes of the Good Samaritan podcast. What if he was actually <laughs> heading to an assisted suicide like session that he didn't want to go to? And I was actually, it was, he hated that I was making him go. He's like, ah, I came here to to waste a little faster. Yeah, I came here to waste 10 minutes before I had to go and have Dr. Jack Kevorkian work me over. Um, David Koresh is waiting in the car. He's going to be mad. (laughs) Boy, don't you wish Dance Magazine had been shadowing you that day? (laughs) (laughs) Nice guy, Paul. <laughs> in the wild, dad's in the wild. That'd be a good dance magazine. <laughs> dad's segment. in the wild. Dads, they're just like us. Dance dads. Well, speaking of groceries, um, yes. Don't you dislike having to go out and get groceries when you want to make dinner? Um, uh-huh. Because yes. Wouldn't yes. you rather just have the stuff delivered in like pre-proportioned? Look, you guys know where this is headed. It's headed to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned. I always say pre-proportioned, but it turns out it's pre-portioned. I'm giving an extra pro. And <laughs> think of the time you could save. Speaking of saving time, hello, HelloFresh. <laughs> you get pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store because you don't always know that Paul Rust is going to be there letting you cut in front of him. That's like a once in a lifetime thing. Um, <laughs> count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You can choose from 55 plus weekly options featuring, as I said, pre-portioned, high quality ingredients picked at peak ripeness. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week so you can savor summer flavors right from home select meals from the taste of summer series that are sure to become everyone's new favorites like the old bay shrimp and sausage boil and family style grilled steak lettuce wraps um, bust out the grill on a nice warm evening and make dinner from HelloFresh's cookout collection with recipes like melty monterey jack burgers i really enjoy doing this um, and it's also if you like me are looking for activities to do with your kids elliot has already announced that he wants to be well he wants to be a baker he wants owen to be a chef owen has said he doesn't want to be a chef he's only three uh i don't think he understands that this is elliot's plan for when they grow up but elliot is super into cooking and so i like to get him involved in doing this and it's just like a fun thing to do uh on an evening i i cannot recommend it more highly go to hellofresh.com slash bestfriend16 and use code bestfriend16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts again that's hellofresh.com slash bestfriend16 and use code bestfriend16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and and three free gifts. Again, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay. Hey. We did it. So this room that you're in, Paul, which is a brand new room for yours truly, has been in your house the whole time? The whole time I got a call and the police were like, 
the basement. It's inside the house. Wow. Get out, get out while you still can. There's a basement inside the house. And I ran out <laughs> and the I looked behind me and the basement was holding a knife. Oh my God. Uh, and you chose to still live there even though there's a knife wielding basement in California? You're still in California with a basement? Yeah, well, in Zodiac, there's that freaky part where the, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is creeping around in a basement and he realizes, like, hey, uh, a killer has a basement. Well, there's not many basements in California. So that is to say, Jake Gyllenhaal has been in my basement and he killed me. Oh my God. I don't know. That's dumb. I'm sorry. That was stupid. Uh, no, we have, <laughs> we have a base. Yes, I have a basement. I made it my, uh, little office down here. And, um, but if people see the video, they'll see that there's some silver heating tubes, uh, going this way mm-hmm. and that. It sort of looks like it's something, uh, yeah, like a steampunk. It's yeah. so cool. Is this no, where you not do cool. <laughs> Decidedly not cool. I think cool. it's cool. Wait, is steampunk not cool anymore? Uh, well, Last I checked in, it was, but that was like, you know, 19 years ago. Let me check with my uh, water-powered watch. Oh, don't burn. You always burn yourself ow, with the steam. Ow, 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 ow. I always forget to turn down the steam heat. Here, let me cool you down with some broccoli. Allison, oh, Allison, so oh, thank relaxing. you, thank you, Allison. Do you know Eva Anderson? You should Wait, have. I know. Th- you should have her on the she? show. She was in our sketch group, A Kiss from Daddy. Okay, uh, and, and she's a writer. You two would hit it off like gangbusters. Uh, That's the truth. I'll share her. Eva's the best information with you later. But she wrote a really funny sketch once. Uh, when we were in a sketch group uh, uh, at the UCB theater, she it was a sketch where uh, a guy comes running back to his room and he's like, oh, dude, you got to help me out. I told a girl I was steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> his roommate's trying to get him already to convince a girl that he's steampunk. Then she comes by and, uh, hey, you know what's going to happen. These guys try to look like he's steampunk. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So wait, is this the basement from which you voice? Are you Beef Tobin? Beef Tobin when we COVID for no, I'm Ham Tobin. Ham Tobin. Uh, this is uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. You are a voice on the Great North, which Wendy Molina, who is a fan, yes. another fan favorite and a regular on the show. That is her show with her sister Lizzie Molino. Wendy and Lizzie are the best. They are fun. uh, And I, just like you guys are college friends, Wendy and I are college friends. Oh, my God. That's funny. So cool. We should have like a a Big Ten conference style meetup. Yes. Uh, Yes. On the gridiron. Yeah. Uh, We'll deke on the gridiron. Oh, my God. Face. Face. Oh, we will. Psych. We will deke and face (laughs) all day. Uh. But the when COVID first hit, I had to record here in the basement, uh, and uh, yeah, had a, a blanket on my head and stuff to keep things quiet. But that was that was pretty uh, soon enough. That was done. But uh, it was you still do the blanket thing though, right? Yeah, I, I just I, you I go in, in the basement and put the blanket on. I come into the studio with a blanket over my head. <laughs> and they say, sir, you don't need this. We have the walls are. <laughs> I sound like Trump. 
they came up to me and they said, sir, you don't need the blanket on your head. We have, what am I doing there? Who cares what that guy says? You know, but everybody always calls him sir. Hey, it's a funny thing about that weirdo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep the politics and dance and off of the podcast. Yeah. That's the dance world is where the politics. Yeah. Dance magazine. You handle the politics. 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 Oh, the, that is what that it is. is. It's a pandemic, and it's a politics. Ah! Follow the money. <laughs> you know what I say? I say, sing like no one's listening. Dance like someone's voting. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I have a song called uh, "Mrs. Barnaby." Our band, Don't Several Die, has a song called "Mrs. Barnaby," and the chorus is uh, with Tony Thaxton, a a, a friend of your podcast, mm, uh, friend of yours and ours, uh, bad, the bad boy of podcasting, who will be back very soon. He's out playing with his dumb rock band. Yeah, right now. I, I mean we love Jeff for sure. And uh, Jeff is going to be when Tony can't drum for Don't Step or Die. Jeff is going to drum. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, we'll talk about that later, but that's already agreed to. <laughs> Jeff, well, Jeff is a musician as well. He's a bass player. Right on. I, nice. Rhythm section for life. I, I started out playing drums and then there was just too much junk to carry around. So. That was that. like me. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, wasn't, also, I wasn't good enough, but, yep. but yeah, mostly it was the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Carry, carrying too much stuff was my cover story. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but we have a song, Mrs. Barnaby, where the chorus is, uh, it's a dance thing. You wouldn't understand because uh, we saw that on shirts growing up. Did you ever see Drill Team in high school? Yeah. They had shirts that would be like, it's a dance thing on the front. And then on the back, it would be, you wouldn't understand. In, uh, at Fort Dodge Senior High, the um, <laughs> the jazz lab had had sweatshirts one year that had on the back. It had uh, if you if you have to ask, you'll never know <laughs> about jazz. About high oh my school, about the high school jazz. Well, department. I mean, I guess it didn't say per se, but I it's a, it's per, it's implied that you need to not ask about jazz if you don't get it. Okay, please, because we are very smart fifteen year old. Boys and girls. <laughs> High school sass is a special kind of sass. I remember yes. there was this guy who had a license plate frame that said, Erica and tennis, my two great loves. <laughs> oh my God. And he went out with a girl, and I am going to use her real name, and I hope that's okay because it's a thousand years later. Her name was Erica Yankovitz, but they called her. Erica Yanker tits because she was big bosom. <laughs> Jeff, no. we might have to bleep that later. And I just Yank. am wondering if they're still together. But I remember as a very late bloomer, emotionally, uh, mostly emotionally, like, I just was like, I can't imagine that kind of love at this age. I don't think I had that. I don't think I actually had that thought. I think it. I was just like, Oh, to be so enamored of someone that they would, you know, get a personalized license plate frame and yeah. be so into you. But I still, I look back, I just can't imagine finding license plate frame love that young. Yes. Wholesome, like, rebelliousness is, like, yeah. the sweet spot. I love, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks so much because Alvin is so funny how he thinks he's being rebellious. But it's, like, by skateboarding on a, 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 a cruise ship. Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> While pink have plays, I, have yeah. I like, get told... trouble now? Get trouble! I was like, "Oh, this guy's awesome!" Yeah. So, 
my if you love wholesome rebelliousness, <laughs> just wait for this story. And some yes. listeners know where this is going, so I will make it fast. I can't wait. In fourth grade, <laughs> the aforementioned fourth grade with all the commenters. Yes. My friend, my best friend and I would sneak into the bathroom. <laughs> Jeff might know where this is going to. We would sneak into the bathroom with an eraser and erase the cool kids graffiti. <laughs> We were afraid. We were afraid of being caught, not by the kids, but like by the teachers. We would smuggle an eraser into the bathroom, thinking we were like breaking the rules. Looking back on it, it's like (laughs) we were helping them up your butt. (laughs) It was like we would, because she was in the, the other class, so we would like make plans to meet in the bathroom with an eraser oh Oh, Oh, the janitor's the janitor's gonna hate this we gotta do it real quick and do it extra good and i would just like imagine how frustrated the the cool kids would be when they came in it's like where'd our graffiti go it's like you'll never know oh my god uh that is you're putting the janitor out of work We were scabs. You're you're, you're starving as children. That is really, really uh, sass is really the word for it. That Uh, really is the word for it. High school uh, sass. It's very passive uh, aggressive too. I like it. When you were talking about the like, um, uh, the person uh, blooming early and oh yeah, people being conscious of that. I remember thinking in junior high, thinking. I am so glad that there isn't a clear, transparent, like, section of my pants (laughs) in my groin area. An erection panel? (laughs) (laughs) Or just, you know, a window into, like, my underwear section, or that there wasn't a window in my underwear, or that I had to wear really tight pants so that everyone in my class and everyone at school could be conscious of how much I was growing or not growing. Mm. Shrinking. Then, uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 I'm just saying on the flip side of having to be a young woman and wearing a shirt and everybody is conscious of what's going on there, that is a huge bullet I got to yeah. dodge by not having like really tight pants to show like just a penis head pop it out and be like, oh, okay. That's right. what's going on with this sixth grader, I guess, right now. Right. Who gives a shit anyway, but... No, but I do have... It's funny because boys talk about that being such a formative time, and yet I only have one memory, but I'm sure if this guy knew that I still am holding this memory in my head. But I do remember this one boy in, like, somewhere between it was seventh or eighth grade with an erection somewhere near a bathroom, like with his hands kind of like making a tent, like trying to like cover the situation with his hands. And I just remember like kind of clocking it and like, it's it's still in my head, but he was cool. So it didn't matter. Um, Nothing will draw attention away from your boner, like putting your hands over it and waddling down off hallway. (laughs) This will do it. We'll just make a little teepee over the top. I'm just making a teepee with my hands, folks. (laughs) Um, what do you do? Not, there's nothing you can do with an erection in school, right? Uh, what do you do? Just hope, just hope that like it goes away by the time 
you have to change classes or something? Kinda. Yeah, that was an element of it for me. <laughs> Trying to talk yourself down before the before the class change. I mean, the most heated uh, I or what's that Reese Witherspoon and uh, Matthew Broderick movie that was about election. an erection in high election? school? Election, erection. <laughs> yeah. Re- oh, oh, oh no, it's election. <laughs> Hold on, I might have misread it. I was just looking on. IMDb. I was severely misled by the title of that movie. <laughs> well, it's cool too because uh, uh, her name itself. Oh, because I'm a big fan of that movie. The L I, a flick looks like fuck. Mm. Uh, like that's a little mm. funny joke throughout. When you look at all I the posters, it looks like F L I C K. Just looks like yeah. There was a cute, the- cool punk band called the called Hagfish. And their album oh, yeah. title was called Buick Men, but it was actually F-U-C-K space M-E, and they wrote graffiti around it that you and your friend would wipe away rightfully to make it, <laughs> to make it look like Buick Men. I didn't know that. I, I remember the name Hagfish. Hagfish. Um, Alexander Payne, who did Election, also did Citizen Ruth. Did you ever see that movie? Love Citizen Ruth. Me too. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Laura Dern, um, I think her introductory line in her scene is yelling at a guy in another car, you can suck the turds out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, there was something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. What was I going to say? Something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. One more thing, though. Yes. But didn't you have, like, changing in the locker room and stuff? Because that, I remember being, like, an unco- as a preteen, that was sort of an uncomfortable time. People didn't I tried, shower You tried to make it, like, stuff. very fast. Yeah, you just didn't have time. So most people would just kind of go in and wet their hair or something. But I never really had to have that time of, like, being in a shower uh, next to somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, I mean, you and I showered uh, together, I, uh, throughout our, every morning in college. Yeah. That's kind of our songwriting process to this day is we take a quick shower and then write a song. <laughs> not true. But I, hmm. in middle school, the showering together was not happening yet, but I remember in high school <laughs> they were showering together. Like also in middle school when it was like at its worst, we had a PE teacher that would take his pants down to his ankles to pee. He would like while stand you were at a showering? urinal, a wall urinal. Well, in the locker room, you know, there'd be like wall urinals, and he would take take his little gym teacher shorts down, like all the way to like down his legs, <laughs> like a like a six year old does, at, like a ho- <laughs> yeah, exactly. at, like at a public restroom at a hockey game or something. And then his dad goes, "Don't uh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that." <laughs> that gym teacher did not have the dad who said that at the public restroom at the hockey yeah. game. His dad was there, but he was distracted, <laughs> I think. <laughs> his dad was doing it, too. That's why he never uh, learned. <laughs> I, eventually, uh, they'll just make it so that you just don't have to do all that, I feel like. Yeah. There's too many. There's just too many. Uh, there's just too many occasions where things could go south, I think. It's a weird. Yeah, yeah. it's an unnecessary. Hygiene, really? Come on. Yeah. Kids are going to reek all the time anyway. Hey, if they're deacon or fleeking, you know they're going to be reeking. 
Ooh. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Good t-shirt. And if you have to ask, you don't get it. Understand it. Yes. Get out of here with that. Mm-hmm. If you have a curious mind, you're stupid. <laughs> That's what that is saying. <laughs> um. Oh, God. I wish I could remember other slogans and things from that era. Um, I bet there's I, a place to go to find them. Yeah, I had a... Um, like I said, two older sisters who uh, one time I raided their denim jackets for their buttons because I had a denim jacket and I wanted it. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, like, understand the jokes of them. So I was, like, an eight-year-old, like, second grader or whatever wearing a denim jacket with a button that said, stop looking at my chest. it wasn't this but i remember like stuff at spencer's gifts being like i go from zero to bitch in (laughs) 4.5 seconds (laughs) or pms putting up with men's shit was also a doozy i I suffer from pms putting Putting up with men's shit i feel like this might have come up on this podcast before but my middle school was Phillips Middle School, and the initials of my middle school were painted in huge letters in the cafeteria uh. Uh, for all of the 13 and 14-year-olds to eat their lunch. There was this huge mural that said PMS on the uh. on a whole <laughs> wall of the cafeteria, right when they were telling you, I mean, girls already knew by then, but the boys were being taught, like, this is what's going on, and we made fun of it. And it's crazy that they put that where you eat. Yeah. But they weren't thinking about it. Also, the murals were pretty like slapdash, like students were doing it. So it'd be like little kind of crappy M&Ms <laughs> are like climbing up on it. And there's kind of a Garfield and maybe the Grinch or something. But kids have painted little <laughs> figures around it. Um, <laughs> or that tried. mural sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I should get a it picture. Sounds of really it. cool. Somebody's got to have a picture. <laughs> Listen, guys, from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Upside. I was not familiar with Upside until recently. It's actually this very cool app where you can earn cash back. It's like a rewards um app, but it's cash back. And so the way you use it uh, when you are out and about, or even if you're just in your house, you open it up and it'll show you um, businesses around you that are offering cash back. So it'll be like restaurants or gas stations or grocery stores. And it tells you how much. So like if it, let's say it's a gas station, it'll say it's giving you, you know, this much per gallon back. It'll estimate about how much um, you'll get if you get gas at this place. And then you go and then it gives you the cash back and it's one of those like no-brainer things of like oh like uh okay i'm just this is a quick aside (laughs) a huge regret i have is that uh i had a credit card for a long time but i didn't have one where i was earning any kind of rewards or cash back or anything until kind of recently and because i'm a grown baby i blame my mom for that for some reason (laughs) anyway let me be your mom here and tell you it's really her fault if you think about it. Let me be uh, be like a mom here and tell you, try Upside because uh, 
leaving money out the, on the table. To get started, download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use my promo code Allison and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business. Pay as usual with a credit card or debit card and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside. That is, I mean, I suspect that's why. Download the free Upside app and use promo code Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code Allison. Okay, would you guys like to do a segment that I haven't done in a million years? A million year old segment? (laughs) It's a million, I know. It involves dinosaurs. Wait, when were dinosaurs? (laughs) How long ago were dinosaurs? I don't know. That stuff I'm terrible, really. uh, uh, Jeff, you you must know. 6,000 years. Oh, yes. I read that in a book somewhere. Okay. Exactly. So this this segment predates dinosaurs. It's Topic Sombrero. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the Topic Sombrero. Okay, so when I did this show in New York uh, as a streaming uh, talk show from my living room, I would pull topics out of a double boiler. At some point, it moved to a sombrero. People would send in topics they wanted us to discuss. Uh, I did. I kept it going for a while. And uh, at some point, the topics moved out of a sombrero and into a Mrs. Claus mug. Some Christmas <laughs> happened where we needed the mug and I uh, put them on my desk and I was cleaning out my desk or cleaning up my desk, which is not clean anymore. And I found them and I put them into this cosmetic bag. Again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, where you can see that it is very hot and my face is turning red. It's a little condition that I refer to as penis face because my <laughs> face becomes red and engorged as if it is all made out of penile tissue. Um <laughs> Did I say penis face or penile face? It's penis face. That's what I call it. Penis face. Um, and <laughs> it's very penile face would be ridiculous. Yeah, no would, that's no penis face. That. Yeah, it's it's um my face is it's red and shiny and swollen. Anyway, um, so I have uh I have topics here that were sent in the last time we did this segment, so they could be like eight years old. So I don't know what I'm going to pull out now. Normally, I would have a guest pull one out, but it's got to be me. But I'm going to channel. Your hands. Okay, here yes. we go. Pulling something shouldn't, out again. Shouldn't these Apple are. Apple s- make a streaming network. <clears throat> shouldn't who? Shouldn't Apple make a streaming network? Is yeah. that one of the questions you say? <laughs> no, from eight years ago it would be uh, like a question. Oh, I, I, see. I, see. I, I see. I see. Okay, let's see. I mean, that this- was a home run. <laughs> oh, here's here's a. This is like a sort of a timeless question. Um, paying for dates. After four or five, is guy still on the hook? 
Now, mm. this is a good question because I have, I'm married. Paul is married. Michael and Jeff are not married. Um, right, Michael, you're not married, right? Uh, in the eyes of the law. Oh, you, you are. I am. Okay. But separated for two years. Got it. Uh, so no, let's say no. <laughs> Should have just said no. But, that's but okay. You do, but you do offer a perspective on this, so that's a yeah. yeah. That's that's varied from others. Right. Mm, okay. Um, so after how many dates did you say? So pay, say? so circa when this was sent in, which let's say was between was about it was when I was still at the warehouse. So this was it pre twenty fifteen. Uh, oh, okay. paying for dates after first four or five is guys still on the hook. So this person felt circa, circa 2014 that after four or five, <laughs> the guy should still be paying for the first four or five dates. So the question is, is that still how people feel that the guy should be paying for the first four or five? Uh, hmm. I, isn't it? Uh, Hey, and I'm not just trying to score points here, but. It's kind of like forever, right? You know, it's funny because that my, my gut says that, but I feel like that. But I feel like yeah, wrong feel like, admitting that. Hmm. Uh, and then you know, so and the then first it all four or five that makes sense. And the, yeah, oh, if people, I mean, yeah, I guess uh, if the question is the first four or five, uh, yes, yeah. Well, okay, so we answered that. So then the question is, is he still on the hook after that? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, because then after four or five, then if it's not sort of uh, leading towards a point where it's all in the same mix in a way, mm. right? If it's not a long-term thing right. where your, your finances might get mixed up, Mingle, Anyways, yeah. But then by that I, point, you kind of know wash. that by five dates or so in. So then by that point, might as well roll the dice and just start paying for half or all of it. And then, <laughs> and then you're in a yeah. permanent relationship. And then maybe it doesn't matter as much. And then, then sure, she's laying down money for your new electric guitar. Yeah. And it all paid off paying all for those seafood salads. <laughs> I, I just became like man cow here in the last like uh five seconds. Uh well, that's a tricky one. Who is wait, who is the asker the, uh, it's gotta be a dude. Male or female. I'm assuming yeah. it's I'm assuming it's a guy. I presume that this is a dude that's like trying to get um, doesn't want to be on the hook anymore. Yeah. That's my assumption. Yes. Yeah, he's looking for permission to on stop. On the paying. hook just feels like a very male description. Yeah, of on the hook is, is uh, already kind of a loaded way of putting Pretty, it. A little crass. Also, it's like, well, if you're saying you're on the hook, she's not she's not where it's at for you. Like you won't feel like you're on the hook. If the uh, if it's too. feeling right, that's no. True, oh, that's like, so wise. Like what you were saying, Paul. That's true too. Yeah, that's a wisdom bomb. Uh, uh, <laughs> if it's working out, you pay. F- you you don't care who's also it's an, whatever. It's yeah. an investment in your future. Yeah. Yes, that's right. You're investing. That that also right. uh, c- uh, you know uh, um um is you know gonna be uh, a topic that we try to answer here in a few minutes. But good golly. 
the ramifications of that question being asked could be an entire podcast series, which is like the choice to pay half. What is that acknowledging? For me, it's acknowledging like, oh, somebody's still not being paid equally, right? Mm. That's I think that's partly the yeah. She should he should pay seventy percent more. But or, I, or, I, I don't or, expect me to do math. But you know, or what I'm or uh, 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 not even that person specifically, because that person specifically could maybe even be earning more than what you are. It's just this sort of like big. Well, maybe the question is asked, why does somebody do that? Because I think even if you ask somebody in the 50s why they do it, and it's even backwards 50s time, the person would probably go, oh, because I earn more, she earns less, and it makes sense for me to pee, right? That's where I think it falls, because I I know modern-day couples where the female either... There's examples where the female pursued and asked the other person out. So in that case, is the man paying for that date if the woman's like, hey, come out with me? Mm. But also there's relationships where the woman, the, the gender, this is, uh, you know, not no judgment on the asker because this is a legit question, but it's a little outdated. Well, oh, a little bit. It's literally my, outdated. My wife was insulted on the first few dates when I would offer to pay, you know? So yeah, it does. you're right. Yeah. It is a fluid thing, Mike. Uh, Wait, like, is that true? Well, she, really she would was just insulted? be like, uh, not insulted. It would just kind of be like, you don't have to. What is this? Why? Why are you doing this? You don't have to do this. And it would be me saying I want to, and then me doing it. Uh, but that wasn't even a, a thing on her end. Like eventually he'll come around. I'm sure if I had said in that point, oh okay, then yeah, we can go Habsy. She would have been like, oh sure. So yeah, maybe maybe I'm bringing this with the too old antiquated old mind. See, well, I remember I, after your your after your fifth date, Paul, you called me and you said, "Dude, am I still on the hook for this? This is five dates already." I said, "You know what? what I'm actually going to write a question to Allison's <laughs> podcast, and maybe it'll be put in a topic many sombrero. years later." What were you going to say, Allison? <laughs> I I don't know. I kind of like the more traditional courtship rituals, which include the guy paying, but maybe that's because for me it helped me to discern whether. This was like, I had some sort of confusion early in my like dating of where like, is this a hookup or is this guy interested in me? And so things that were more like traditional courtshipy things at least made it a little more clear. Um, That's funny. I mean, I guess I've thought about it that way before, too. If I was like, well, oh, I'm allowed to pay for dinner, I guess maybe something is, yeah, it's right? fucked up, but I guess that was sort of the code that was being, like, sent, and so, yeah. And old-fashioned is not bad. Like, I'm the same way where, and like you said, Allison, it's, or, or you know, like Leslie said to you, she doesn't want you to feel like you are obligated to do it. That's yeah. not fun at all. Right. But. You do want to do it, and that is fun, yeah. and wanting to do it. Like, I want to pay for it. That's great. Um, but this, the asker of this question, it's like, well, if you're asking this, like, are you afraid that you're going to be taken advantage of in this situation? Or, you know, sounds like if you're asking, you should get out of this thing. Find somebody else, and you maybe eight years ago did, but I don't know. Uh, yes. Also, speaking of old fashioned, I'm old fashioned too. Like, I think if I was like alone on a farm, I could marry a goose. <laughs> 
If I if my just heart like chooses it, it wasn't I could the... marry a goose. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. What were you saying? Do you agree? No, I was just gonna say that that's how that's how it all began. That's yeah. You, know, you show a goose of, you love of... her by buying her a big bonnet, <laughs> tying it around her little yes. goose head, and you say, yep. and then you wait for Easter to roll around <laughs> to snap the picks. Yes. Make that money. <laughs> and you carry a cane with a ribbon that matches the goose's ribbon. Yeah, maybe I'm old-fashioned, yes. but I carry a cane with a ribbon that matches <laughs> the ribbon on my mm-hmm. goose's bonnet. Nah. Yes, I love that. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I do shepherd. Uh, I'm a goose shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I do rock on a porch and drink lemonade. <laughs> Mm. While wearing my raccoon coat and seducing you with a ukulele. Yeah, holding a pendant and trying to fit in a phone booth with a bunch yeah. of other fratties. <laughs> All the other uh, co-eds. Uh, <laughs> I think, Jeff, do you have a, a thoughts, thoughts on this one? No, I think I think uh, I think these guys have su- sufficiently covered it. What if Jeff was like the woman should pay for all? Yeah, first date and she beyond. She should pay him back. She for should those. pay extra. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She should pay also, the tab one hundred and twenty percent. Because you were like, what if? What if? Talk about red flags. What if on a first date a guy was like, you have to pay extra actually because think of all the incels who aren't earning money right now because they don't have jobs. You'd be like, huh, okay, this guy might be not second date material. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not seeing any red flags yet, but uh, we'll see. Oh, Lord, why won't you give me a sign? Uh, I think it's time to say hello and welcome and thank you to the new patrons. Hey! Patreon. I swear to God, if you guys aren't watching the video, which presumably you're not because you're not all patrons, then you are missing out on a lot of great dancing, both political and secular. Spiritual. Okay. Hello and sexual. Hello Cheers. and welcome to Jason Henry annual subscription. Lauren Molina. Kenneth Nichols annual. I didn't always note when someone's annual or at texting. I just occasionally did. How annoying of me. Amy Christensen, Leslie Larimer, Kaylee McLaughlin, Kenneth Kelly, Jen Elsner, Marnie Eilers, annual, Marcy Sheehan, Lisa Murphy-Tate is at the texting level, and hang on, got to switch pages, switch pages, here we go, here we go, and Maria Timonina and Professor Roundtree. Is he or she or they a real professor? It remains to be seen. Welcome. Hello. I hope you enjoy all the fun. Okay. Hey, you know what I say to to that professor? Show me the syllabus. That's what I say. Yeah, I'll believe it. Oh, my God. We have the same catchphrase? Um, Okay. (laughs) We have time for one more quick thing and then plugs it out because I know that you have a hard out, Paul. Got a hard out. Yes. Should we do just me or everyone where we share a thing we think we're doing? We wonder, is it just everyone? Or should we do, hey, go fuck yourself where we tell someone to get fucked? Uh, um, I, I have a, 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 is this everyone? Let's do that one. Okay. 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 Hold, hold for song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? 
or everyone. Okay, what is yours? Well, now this is a lot of pressure, huh? Like want me to do my? Sucks. Want me to do my well, dumb one first? No, no, no. I'll I'll go for it. I okay. just uh because uh, I don't want to put. Now you have to go on the chopping block or anything, but. I mean, uh, I was go- I was gonna throw myself on that grenade for you, <laughs> but now you blow yourself up. What if you threw yourself on to a grenade and your head landed right on a chopping block? Oh boy! Oh my god! That'd, uh, that'd god. be like a the irony. <laughs> the <Yeah>. idiot, ir- <laughs> that was the deleted uh, lyric from Ironic. Uh, <laughs> Allison, uh, Alanis Morissette say. Uh, so, uh, 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 mine all it was. Okay, whether it be YouTube mainly, uh, um, the, an algorithm that chooses things for you, when it chooses, hmm, look, I know everybody's gonna say, you can turn it off. You don't have to have videos suggested to you. But I like it, okay? Yeah. I like that aspect. But that means I'm finding myself not clicking on things because I don't have to see, because I've been burned before. Maybe I click on a schmo schmogan uh, I... experience uh, clip. Then for the next month, I'm inundated <laughs> with schmo schmogenschm experience. Like I said, I know I could just turn off things and put in keywords, but I like that the algorithm does deep down and give me some videos that I do truly want to see. So I'm in a bind with the algorithms. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good just me or everyone. Yeah, that... it's a just me or everyone, uh, just totally complicated by the algorithms. Is that is that your question, or is your question is it just me or everyone that gets served schmo schmogan clips? Ooh, that's a that's a that's a mm, sub that's a sub one sub question. Yeah. yeah, um, I am not having it on YouTube, but on Instagram mm-hmm. somehow yeah. it is serving me tons of clips of people posting about their super old dog that they just said goodbye to. It uh, is get me an, out of that nightmare. Oh, no. It is an endless uh just stream of the most heartbreaking clips ever. And finally today I clicked on it cuz I'm like I this must end or this will be the thing that <laughs> takes me off social media. And so I clicked it and hit it and it said that it'll show me less stuff like that and it's bec- it's like we're That's showing good. this because you engaged with one video that i accidentally watched it's the same thing as you it's like it it has become a nightmare so yes the algorithm has decided that it wants me to walk into the ocean or something yeah the the instagram algorithm that effed me was so i want to watch one joke colin jose tells right <laughs> but now i got to like see every tabloid thing about Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> I signed up for Joe's yeah, jokes, not in. Johansson tabloids. What is this? Right. Dance magazines, paparazzi <laughs> department? <laughs> department? I don't think they have departments for paparazzi. They might. They yeah. probably they, do. They probably have a robust paparazzi department. Just, yes. How else? That's did... half the budget at dance magazines. <laughs> right. Just get the snaps. What about uh, what about you guys? Have you been uh, algor? Al- have you been algorithmically shenaniganized? 
algorithmized. Mm-hmm. I'll notice it on YouTube. I'll notice that uh, about when on the Roku or similar, if my account gets signed into instead of the kid's oh, yeah. account, then I start getting the bleed. The, the bleed of children's entertainment Ugh. comes into my yeah. my grown up. My grown-up Gmail, <laughs> where my business emails are, uh, or like YouTube will come up like that. Yeah, that's a little tough. Yeah, Instagram is probably worse though. You're right. I think Instagram is maybe smarter, or has more people like hunting through what people are saying and doing and feeding it back to them. Oh, I think they're that's feeding cool. us back to ourselves. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I love it. Of course, I. Love I think it. that's so. So cool I disagree, that, Paul. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it, and I want more. Is it people? <laughs> It's no, bits it machines, is me. right? <laughs> <laughs> Meat Moop did it. Meat Moop did it. Jeff, do you have this? I have that sort of AI anxiety of I don't want to feed it any information that it's going to know too many things about me and take me places that I don't want to go. Absolutely. So sometimes I'll be excited when it'll give me things that I like, but just recently something that I'm interested in that I really i've been cautious to kind of like cover my tracks it has started showing up in my instagram feed and i'm i'm crestfallen i'm like they've connected the dots on me they've we're through the looking glass here people they figured out who i am and are actually serving me ads that i'm interested in and now i feel like i've failed i feel like i, feel like it, I, I don't like dirt bikes this much is it something easy to figure out is it like cats no but i have to say that you know, uh, with my cat being on cat Twitter, that's the amazing thing is like, if you only click on cat videos, like, man, you get, you know, like you get a lot of cat videos. So on his account, you know, there's a lot of cats and mini bikes. And if you want to, if you want to have a happy life, open an account and only click on cats and mini bikes and, Oh, maybe that's how I can sway it a little bit more. Just kind of go on a, a stretch of just clicking, touching things I like. Yeah. Do that, but be careful not to go the direction I did, where you click on one too many senior pets, and then oh. you're screwed. Yeah. But oh. then, but then it gets into this whole thing of like, why do I have to steer this AI? Yeah, shouldn't to- it just know me? Yeah. We all we all watched that Vincent Kartheiser film, right? <laughs> Whatever yes. it's called. Okay. I actually went to hashtag senior pets, and it was uh, people sort of patting elderly folks on the head. They like that. Yeah. Oh, pets like yeah, they were pet, pet, pet. Yeah, mm-hmm. the warmth. Pet, um, petting senior citizens. Mike, what's your rubbing hot broccoli <laughs> on their face? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. What's your just mirror everyone, Michael? Um. Okay. Well, for food, it's an eating thing. Okay. For food, and it's not compulsively. It's not all the time, but a lot of the time, and especially with foods that are colored, like Skittles has come up as a uh, chemically inedible thing now, I suppose. Mm. But I'll I'll make sure that most meals when I'm eating, the same amount of food goes to like the left and right side of my mouth. Mm. Like both sides of my mouth are chewing the same like amount. And I clock it, and sometimes, especially when I was younger, less than, now it's just for fun, but when I was a kid, it was a little more like, with Skittles, it's like, okay, half of the yellows, half of the oranges, like, the colors have to be evened out, too. That's just great. another little layer of something to keep track of while I eat. So it's not just the volume, is... but it's like the, the kind of thing. Like, if you were eating a Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, you'd be like, 
okay, there's going to be an, a, a good <laughs> yes. amount of turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing mixed in on both sides. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you can homogenize bites. That's fine. Right. But the sides of the mouth get like evened out. And like I said, it's not like if I don't do it, I have to run around the house. Touch or, doors. Or do, like yeah. I, uh, I've, it's a contained thing, but I have noticed it about myself and wondered if I'm a lunatic or if other people do this. <laughs> and I'm sensing that you don't. <laughs> I'm definitely conscious of how I'm splitting food up. The, the, the way I'm feeling, filling the vicinity of my mouth with food for sure. That is like <laughs> top of mind when, when I'm putting food in my mouth. Although sometimes when I'm, especially when I'm eating crap, and my, my brain's probably trying to shut off that I'm eating crap. The first five bites, I'm not even tasting the crap I shouldn't be eating. Like, it's not until, uh, talk about fourth or fifth dates. Fourth or fifth <laughs> bite. Fourth or fifth bites is when I'm like finally logging on to like, I'm eating McDonald's french fries. <laughs> like, the first five bites were just about like, shoving them in my mouth <laughs> and then round bite six i'm like oh i should be tasting these and enjoying these not just like having the action of uh shoving in my mouth so you try to get them like uh, through <laughs> the metal detector before they're caught before like the shame metal detector <laughs> yeah. goes off to go bad boy why are you doing this i run through the metal detector <laughs> then i stop and i look back and i see nobody's coming after me i'm like okay now i can <laughs> safely walk onto this train with a bomb <laughs> I mm-hmm. I don't do that. Um, I actually tend to like, there's one side I chew on more than the other. I don't really know why. Mm. It would be mm. better if I, it, I should try to do what you're doing because the dentist actually noticed like, oh, you're, they're, your teeth are more worn on this side. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I tend to. I didn't present it as something to aspire to. I I no, I feel that, like but, it's, uh, it's truly. Maybe it's a healthy choice. It's truly <laughs> aspirational. You went but, to lunch with your doctor or with your dentist? But you're at your wait. Sorry, what'd you say, Jeff? You went to lunch with your dentist. <laughs> I did. Yes, I I said, do, do you want to see these guys in action? And he said, I do. <laughs> um, but Michael, I use the same rationale with my things that I do. Like I set my alarm for on. I always like to wake up on a one like 721 or something like that and I'm like mm. but it's not a problem because if something if there was an emergency and I had to get up at 720 like all these other people I would be okay it wouldn't give me like a problem <laughs> so anything like you know strange that I do I'm like but I don't is that have like to. a re- Sorry to interrupt. Uh, is that like a a reverse like discount thing where you see 701 and you're like, oh, I got to sleep a little later. It's like, it's $9.99. It's not $10. (laughs) No, it's not. I got up at seven. It started because I don't know if all snooze buttons, but my first alarm clock was the snooze was nine minutes. Mm -hmm. So it started as like a way to make it. Then I'd be getting up at like whatever, 730 or something. Um, But then it turned into like, Everyone else gets up at, you know, on a zero or a five. So I'm just like in a, you know, the man isn't telling me what to do. <laughs> I did the same yeah. thing, but it was, do you remember there were some really bad digital clocks where when you were setting the time, they would just, the, the numbers would just be flying. They would just scroll yeah. yes. through super fast. And I was doing yes. that and, and I was trying to stop it and it stopped at like 701 and I just, 
and and I had already done a lap where I was like trying to get it to exactly seven. And then the <laughs> second time I was like, what what do I care? It's one minute, you know. And then that became my thing. After that, like it was seven oh one for so long. And then after that, every time I would set a clock, I would set the seven oh one. Oh, we have the same thing. I yeah. know that. But for a different reason. But it's for a different reason. Yeah. That's so cool. I used to do the back track from two snoozes time. I think mine was seven yeah. seven minutes. So two was fourteen. So if I had to get up at six thirty, I would set it for six sixteen. Mm-hmm. Smart. Wow. We're all down to the wire. We're all geniuses. Um yeah. Listen, I am speaking sure. of time. I'm seeing the time. Uh, Paul, tell everyone where yes. they can find you. Oh, well, uh, uh, my Twitter at Paul Russ, but also, uh, <laughs> Michael and I right here, we're of the band Don't Stop or We'll Die, and we have a podcast called Song a Week where every Wednesday we come out with a brand new, fully produced Don't Stop or We'll Die song. And uh, that's where, yeah, you can definitely find us in terms of music and uh, jokes and la la la. Little taste. Yes, and you guys have a show coming up, too, on August 4th, yes? Yes, Thursday, August 4th. Yes, at the Lodge Room. Wonderful. uh, And your friend and ours, Tony Thaxton, will also be playing with the great band Townland that evening. Yeah, double duty. And the Sloppy Boys. What? And don't stop or we'll oh, die. Bill. And Michael, where do we find you? You can find me at Michael Cassidy, at Don't Stop or We'll Die. Uh, check out ticket links to that show at the Lodge Room, August 4th. That's going to be a blast. And Jeff, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. But why would you want to do that when you can follow my cat, Big Louie the Cat, on Twitter? Hey! He's much more Big fun Louie. than I am. He's so cute. <laughs> Follow me at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram if you like what you're hearing. Even if you don't, make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. Listen to my other shows, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. I already mentioned Patreon. And uh, Patreon. I forget what I'm forgetting. But you know all the stuff. Listen to Monday's episode with Daniel. It is a fun one. And um, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Good time, but now we gotta go.